Hello, and thank you for listening to Texas History for Kids. I'm your host, Michelle Gallegos, an educator, writer, history nerd, and novice investigator. Each week on the show, we will learn about interesting parts of Texas history, from battles and historical figures to the odd and enchanted. Hello, and welcome to episode number 10. I apologize if my voice is a little off today. I have been slightly under the weather. There is an Arctic blast going on in the United States right now. I live in Texas. We are not used to this 18 degree weather. Therefore, I'm sick. But anywho, I still need to deliver some awesome history lessons to you guys. So here I am. Gummy voice and all. Today's episode takes us to La Soya, Texas, where it is said the bloodiest battle ever fought on Texas soil took place. Although it's not a very well-known battle because it happened during a very turbulent time in world history. Mexico was still in the process of gaining its independence from Spain, and Texas was still a part of Mexico. Meanwhile, the United States was at war with England. Needless to say, there were bigger, larger battles already brewing in attempts to expand new territories. The Republic Army of the North were fighting the Spanish rule in Texas, and in, in April of 1812, the Republic Army of the North were able to recapture the towns of Nacogdoches, La Bahia, and San Antonio. The Spanish Royalist Army, who had been here for more than 300 years, were not going to just give up Texas land. They sent troops to San Antonio to regain control. The United States wanted to stay out of the fight at first, that is until August 1812 when U.S. Army Lieutenant Augustus McGee and 130 American soldiers joined forces with Jose Bernardo Gutierrez de Lara. Together, the men had a combined army of 300 men to help liberate Texas from Spain. The reason the Americans wanted to help was purely of personal interest. They were promised free land and prosperity in exchange for helping the fight. On August 18, 1813, a group of 1,400 volunteers, which included Americans, Tejanos, Native Americans, and Mexicans, calling themselves the Republic Army of Texas, were ready to defend the land from the Spanish takeover. They thought it would be best to meet the Spanish Royalist Army in an area south of San Antonio, in an effort to spare the city and the Alamo from battle. This battle happened before the Battle of the Alamo in 1836. So that night, it is said that 1,900 Royal Spanish Army forces had already scouted the location where the Republic Army of Texas were hiding. The Royal Army ambushed the Republic Army near the Medina River in a dark forest area. The Royal Spanish outnumbered the Republic Army by almost 400 men. After four hours of brutal fighting, the Spanish were victorious and the Republic Army had lost. Almost all of their men lay dead in the field. Those that were able to escape fled to San Antonio where they were later imprisoned or murdered. Those who were killed in battle were left where they fell and not buried right away. Five days after the battle, the Spanish Royalists were finally buried. In 1817, three years later, a chapel and a crypt of Nuestra Señora del Carmen de Medina was built as a memorial to the Spanish Royalist Army who had died in battle. Meanwhile, the bodies of the Republic Army of Texas still remained unburied. 
It wasn't until 1822, nine years after the Battle of Medina, when the first governor of Texas ordered the bones of the Republic Army of Texas buried honorably together in a grave under a tree. Sadly, the marker that was placed in the location of the burial has been lost in time. Therefore, the exact location of the mass burial is unknown. Today, El Carmen Cemetery sits adjacent to the church and is the final resting place of several family members, including those of Domingo Lozoya and Dionisio Martinez. These men were believed to have been granted land by the Mexican government in the vicinity of the cemetery, and some believe that the town of Lozoya and the street named Martinez Lozoya were named in their honor. Others speculate that the name Lozoya Intermediate and the town of Lozoya, Texas, is a tribute to Toribio Lozoya, who was a Mexican soldier who died during the Battle of the Alamo. Either way, the history of the name where Lozoya, Texas, came from has not officially been confirmed. Losing the Battle of Medina meant the Spanish were able to keep control of the land. Many of the people living in this area are descendants of the men who fought with the Republic Army of Texas. This battle may not have been the most popular battle in Texas history, but it is the bloodiest, and the loss of life was enormous. Therefore, we should not forget it. There are currently three known historical landmarkers within a 10-mile radius of each other believed to be the site of the Battle of Medina. Two are recognized by the state of Texas and one is not. The first marker was placed by the state of Texas in 1936 by the Texas Centennial at the southeast corner of US 281 in Bear County. The second marker was placed by the state of Texas in 2005 at the corner of Old Applewhite Road and Bruce Road in Atascosa County. The third marker, which was not recognized by the state, was placed by Robert P. Marshall in 2013 located on Old Pleasanton Road, south of the intersection with Bruce Road. This marker is based on Robert's own research and, like I said, was not officially recognized by the state. Archaeologists and researchers have uncovered artifacts they believe might prove the location of the battle is directly across the street from El Carmen Cemetery. In an area which is now property of Southside ISD, archaeologists and researchers found quite a few artifacts behind what is now Lasoya Middle School. They believe were products of the Battle of Medina. So some of the things that they did find in that area were iron grape shot canisters and musket balls. Iron grape shot canisters are basically a group of balls that are tied together and wrapped in a canvas. I have to admit during my research when I read grape shot canister, I immediately thought of a buckshot that you would fire from a shotgun. Nope. These iron grape shots are much larger, way larger. They are actually eight inches in diameter. So each of those balls that they put in the canister are eight inches in diameter. Grape shot canisters are meant to be fired in the air and fall down on those who are in its path, causing destruction and devastation. The other thing they uncovered were the musket balls. And musket balls are basically bullets that are fired from a long gun called a musket. The musket balls they found date back to the 1800s, and they are believed to be part of the Battle of Medina. Although, I'm sure musket balls were found all over the area because of the amount of fighting that was going on in South Texas during this time. It's probably another reason why it's so hard to pinpoint the exact location of this battle. 
because battle remnants are probably found all over the area. Another artifact they found was a piece of cast iron. Researchers said it was probably part of a grand piano. Who knows why that would have been out there, but I'm certain it has nothing to do with this battle. Or maybe it did. But that's a story for another time. Many of the artifacts they uncovered that day behind La Soya Middle School are on display at the Whitty Museum, located in San Antonio, Texas. The Battle of Medina was a control over land, which was the reason for most battles and wars in the 1800s. The Republic Army wanted to help save their land from Spanish rule, but nobly lost the battle. Now, regardless of the location of this battle, its historical importance is remarkable and should not be forgotten. It is clearly one of the battles that began to lead Texas into its independence. This week's question is, Texas history is rich with battles and wars. Do you think there could have been a better way to settle our differences? Send me an email at michellegallegos.author at gmail.com. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-G-A-L-L-E-G-O-S dot A-U-T-H-O-R at gmail.com. And I might feature your answer in an upcoming show. As always, thank you guys for leaving your reviews. Thank you for downloading the podcast. My goal is to reach 1,000 downloads by the end of March of 2024. I hope you can help me reach that goal. If you or your child has received valuable information, share the show with others who might find it interesting. If you'd like to submit a question about Texas history, feel free to email me at my email, michellegallegos.author at gmail.com. Remember, every single one of my episodes is paired with a resource for kids. Visit my website at michellegauthor.com. Remember, yesterday is today's history 